Welcome to Incubator by Planet Ant Podcasts. My name is Mike McGettigan, executive producer of the network. At Planet Ant, we pride ourselves on exploring new talent and bringing new voices to the stage. So we're bringing that to the world of podcasting. We'll regularly feature six-episode short-run series commissioned exclusively for the Incubator podcast. Some of these might become full-run podcasts of their own, and some might just stay within what we're doing here. Incubator, stick around. You might like what's next. Gonna say to you, ball, 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 it's a win-win situation with games and interviews. Every win-win situation is fun for me and you. Welcome to another exciting episode of Win-Win Situation with Joe and Yvonne. And our guest, Amanda. Did Hi, I... Amanda. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, Amanda. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me on Win Win Situation. I'm We're... pumped. We're so excited to have you. Woo-hoo! Thanks for being on Win Win Situation. Just for that, we're going to play a game with you to start. Are, are you ready for this? Uh, yes, I'm ready. Okay. So before we start, Let's do a little introduction of you. Amanda is so many things. And why don't you tell us a couple of the things that you like to do? Okay. Uh, I am a radio DJ. I like to play music and talk on the radio and host programs. Um, I am a pet care specialist. I've had a dog walking business for 20 years. And I'm a writer. I like to write blog entries and short stories and um, nonfiction, which is a silly term, but it means uh, (laughs) things that are true. (laughs) (laughs) Truth is good. Hopefully we get to hear a little bit of that later today. Sure, anytime. And um, for anyone that's listening, where can they find any of your archives of shows that you've done? Um, You can search for, I guess, just Amanda Nazario, WFMU. Um, and I also have writing up at amandanazario.com. Awesome. Right. Thank you for that. So now we're ready to play a game. Okay. And <laughs> we like, want you to feel like a winner. So it's going to be impossible to not win. This one is called, Please Don't Eat My Cat. Oh, I don't know if I can win this one. Well, the object of the game is, Amanda, and we have lots of faith in you. Just don't, just don't eat the cat. Are you ready? Uh, yes, I'm ready. Okay. Oh. Oh, she's not eating it. The cat is. She's only fawning over it. The cat is sitting there, do, minding its own business, and nothing is happening to the cat. The cat is totally fine. Amanda, no. Amanda, you look tempted. Um. Just, I wish he was mustard on his back. Uh, yeah. Whoa. That cat just went into a into some kind of, Oh, it's back out. It jumped back out at her. Oh, this is your chance, Amanda. You can eat the cat if you want to. Nope. She's totally peaceful. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. She's not doing it. <laughs> Yay! That's a lot of points you just got for not eating the cat. Good you, job, Amanda. You win. Just, um, does the cat need anything? Is it is it safe? I'm giving it some dry food right now. Okay, the cat, right. is, the cat is safe, and uh, yeah, 
it, it kind of went into a concrete room for a second there and then left back out. I thought that was really adorable. Well, I thought it was kind of appetizing, so that made it uh, more of a challenge for Did me. Did you say it had mustard on its back? Yeah, it was tempting me, trying to get me to lose the round. And uh, I, I, you know, so if it I was very close. Yeah, you know, most guests don't eat cats normally, but I didn't really stop to think what would happen if someone actually was appetized. Like it could actually happen on the show, but it didn't, and that's why you get the points. Yay, go Amanda! <laughs> very hard one point. <laughs> so, um. You were saying that you are in a pet care specialist, and does that have anything to do with the fact that you didn't eat this cat? I've like really trained myself over a number of years to never eat or uh, chew or take a bite out of any of the pets that uh, that I'm hired to manage. So I'm sure your clients would be very happy to hear this. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very professional of you, and that's 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 speaks to the longevity of, of your small business that, that you have ethics. Thank you so much for saying that, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I'd put it in a five-star review, honestly. All right. So... <laughs> when I get her putting myself on Yelp, which I will never do. Yeah. No, no I, I, I run a tour business that also relies on reviews and Yelp is, is not my favorite. Yeah, but it does make a huge difference. I'm not embedding that widget on my website is what I'm saying. <laughs> Idea not to. <laughs> so right here we have three buttons and one of them is red one of them is yellow and one of them is blue so why don't we present the 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 yellow one okay okay see uh, this is a very nice one. i really like yellow um which button do you want to press amanda you know i really want to press the red one okay Ooh. all right all i right. mean who wouldn't want to press the red oh Amanda, it ugh. just squished into it just squished. It didn't even press down. It just collapsed. It's made of gelatin. Did you wash your hands, Amanda? I'm going to have to wash them now. Yeah, I guess so. Why don't you choose a, a different button? OK, I choose the yellow button. OK, press the yellow button. Oh, oh snikes. Ah. Guess what? You you just blew up the Mona Lisa. That was good job, man. We're in Detroit and we heard that all the way over here. That's uh, that was a loud explosion. Three points for blowing up the Mona Lisa. Why don't you just press the other button? Go ahead. Okay. Bluey, here we go. All right, here's the blue button. Whoa! Oh, oh that's three. Oh, that's four. Oh, oh. Oh, that took a lot of blowing up. You just blew up the Hollywood sign. Yay! No more Hollywood sign. Who needed that thing anyway? Not long live Hollywood. Nah. Nope. I never thought that I would get to this point where I'd be blowing up the Hollywood sign and the Mona Lisa. I mean, you know, here we are, we're here to empower you. At Win-Win Situation, we want you to feel empowered. That's also why we broadcast from international waters, so that there's no liability for terrorist actions. Very smart. Mm -hmm. We've on. got it all figured out. So um, the D is still standing at the end of the Hollywood sign, though. The work is unfinished. We'll have to finish that in another show. We could take it and, and make a Detroit sign. Oh, Detroit. Yeah, yeah that, sure. <laughs> have you ever been to Hollywood, Amanda? Yes, I have. And I really like Los Angeles. I, I want to go there more often. I've never been to Detroit, though. That I feel like is a real um, hole in my, uh, oh, my well. repertoire. 
Well, lucky for you, Joe is a Detroit tour guide. I'm a, I'm a tour guide of Detroit. I run Backseat Detroit Tours, and I'm happy to give you a tour. In fact, I bet that could be a prize that you could win on this show, honestly. And I'll tell you, Detroit is just like L.A., except no entertainment industry. Oh. They tried. They, they, <laughs> they attempted to be here. They attempted. But, but they pulled out. Yeah. Other than that, it's identical. Cool. Lots so people really yeah. cool and uh they like to eat outdoors we have some people eating outdoors oh, yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah and especially with the whole pandemic thing it became even more of a thing normalized thing yeah. people eating outdoors so uh, and are people laid back hmm that's um, a good question people are kind of fake nice and there's some of that in la too people yep. are kind of like really polite even if they don't like you uh-huh that's all right i can hang with that <laughs> And in New York, people kind of tell you what they think, and it's it's like, much hey! more time. It's much more time efficient. I think you need a pizza. That's what they say in New York, right? Yeah, everyone on the street when I visited, I was like, which, hey! yeah, which way to the Statue of Liberty? Hey, you're gonna pizza. Pizza. Yeah, that was New York for me. <laughs> it, it's like uh, it's like you're right here. It's funny. <laughs> What's one of your favorite things about living in New York City? Um, there are many different kinds of people no matter where you go you can like stand on a street corner with people from different countries and you know of different religions and different skin colors and you know people t speaking different languages everywhere um and i feel like there are very few places in the world uh and certainly like very very few places in the u.s that are like that where there's so much diversity yeah, it's like a different world altogether. What was the famous magazine cover that was like a cartoon of of Manhattan that goes to the west and like when once it gets to the the Hudson River, like the landscape beyond that is just like Canada, China, like the whole rest of the world is just like a couple of things after like Eleventh Avenue. Yeah, that's yeah. an avenue, right? Eleventh, that's an avenue, right? It is. It is. You're right. Oh, great. Good. <laughs> so um, we're going to do a fun little game called. Tony questions. He's our favorite guy. He's a little guy. He comes in and he's like, and he's here. like, Hey, we're going to ask you some questions. So hopefully Amanda, hopefully you like questions. Why don't we cue up some nice music for this? Huh? Hi, my name is Tony questions. Hi, Tony. Hi. Hey, Amanda, how you doing? Hey, Tony Questions, this is your brother, Roni Questions. Oh, look, my brother, Roni Questions, is here too. Together hey. we can make 40 questions if we wanted to, but We're... that's too many, so we won't. Yeah, Roni, you don't got good ideas. Let's keep it to 20 questions. Okay. What do you think, Amanda? 20 questions or 40 questions? I'm down for 20, no more. Yeah, Amanda is on a strict time limit, and she got a point for being... Correct. Efficient and correct. You're correct, okay? That's okay. Right. Okay, do you want to go first? You All can right. go first. Yeah, Tony Question's gonna go first. Alright, because we're brothers. We split up the task. You ready for this? We could be doing 40, but we're only gonna do 20. Ready? Uh, this music's a little loud, Roni. It sure is. Let's turn it down. Oh, that's better. Oh, yeah, oh. that's nice. Yes, that's very pleasing. What do, you, what do you think, Amanda, about the sound level? The sound level sounds mwah. 
Ah, yeah, Amanda's a good. I love that sound level. All right, Amanda. You ready? I'm ready. All right. How many bananas in a bunch? Twelve. Yes, you got it. What's for dinner? A pork chop. Yes, you got it. What's your middle name? Danger. Danger! Danger is the middle name of the co-host of this show's partner. Oh, I didn't know. Is it really? It's his middle name. Maybe they're related. Dr. Danger. Dr. Danger. That's right. You're not the only one, Amanda. All right. If you were a dog, what kind of dog would you be? Uh, a chow chow husky. Okay. You that's got, right. You got that's that right. right. I thought if you said Shih Tzu, I was going to say that's wrong. But yeah. a chow chow is correct. Yeah, Shih Tzu, that sounds too close to a bad word. It sounds too close to the name Gratiot Avenue in Detroit. Yeah, there's actually a street called Gratiot. It's spelled G-R-A-T-I-O-T. Pronounced Gratiot. Like great shit. <laughs> Do people call it bat shit? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Batshit Avenue. I already got to do editing post-production. Guys, Don't worry. guys, guys. Yes. I got okay. more questions. Okay. Amanda, what is the best city in the world? Uh, it? The best city in the world. New York City, baby. Yeah. New York City. You get three points All because right. that is the, the second best city in the world is generosity. Oh. Because oh. we here, we like we like to tap into the good side of the human spirits. That's right. <laughs> All right, Amanda. I got a couple more questions for you. How many pounds of waste does one human being create in one lifetime? Yep, uh. Too much. Too much thinking. Nope. I think I think her lips are moving, but sound isn't coming nope, out. Nope. Why do zebras have stripes? So they can blend in to the grass. That is correct. That is correct. Why do leopards have spots? So that they can blend in also. That yep. is also correct. Yep. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I mean, it's right in her name. She's in Santiago, Chile. Yes, yes. You got it. What is your favorite time signature? Uh, 4-4. Four, four. Four four. It's 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 four on the floor. It's easy yeah, to that's understand. Yeah, right. that's Roni. No, what's it's up? It's got a beat, and you can yeah. dance to it. Dance music. You don't need none of this seven eight. Yeah, get out of here with that time signature. No. All right, I got one more question, then I'm gonna hand it over to Roni. All right. Okay. All right. How was the world different when you were a child? Um. Uh. There uh, were more trees. Too long of thinking. Too long of thinking. That's what my <laughs> teacher be, used to say to me. Gotta be mean sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay, Roni. Write out your answer in the form of an essay. Oh, too long for thinking. Too long for thinking. That's right. Nope, nope. But it's okay, Amanda. You got lots of points. Don't even worry. All right, I got some questions here so we can get to 20. Do you want alligators or crocodiles? Crocodiles. Oh, yeah. Crocodiles have the longer snout. The alligators have the short but you already know that because you're a dog walker and you know about animals. I think it's that, the that, that one thing follows. The, uh, daffodils or dandelions? Daffodils. Daffodils. 
Uh, oh, wait, uh, let me get her a point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. you got two because you answered. You had questions. some points in escrow that we were. Yeah, they, yeah. They have interest, so you get one more because of the interest. I checked. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, crocodiles or daffodils? Crocodiles. Oh, good choice. Lions or alligators? Lions. Lions. Dry erase or permanent markers? Permanent markers. Do you think the universe expands forever or it's going to compress back down and blow up again? I think it's going to keep expanding and then blow up. Whoa, that's that's. I, a, that's, I knew she was right before she even said it. That's a quantum answer. Yeah. Uh, Moby Dick or Bartleby the Scrivener? I gotta go with Bartleby. I would prefer not to. Yes, that's three points. I would prefer not to. Duplo or Lego? Lego. Lego. Oh, yeah. See, they're smaller. They're more intricate. You can build more detail. Detail. Yes. Amanda's about detail. Well, it goes with the quantum universe. Uh, cotton or polyester? Cotton or polyester? Cotton, please. Cotton. Cotton. You know. No. It, no. No, because I got disco suits and the polyester. Oh, disco suits. Sorry. We said you couldn't get one wrong, but the disco suits are very I'm the, lovely. I do this game. I let you on this game. I let you on this game, Roni. You see what you did. You got one more question. Oh, I can't read that. Okay. <laughs> Poly or Latin? Oh, yeah. Poly or Latin? The ancient dead tongue used in Theravada Buddhism for the Pali canon and other Buddhist chants. Or Latin, the ancient dead tongue for Christianity, used in Christianity chants. Uh, what about Latin but polysyllabic words? Polysyllabic Latin. I'll give it to you. Dies irae, that's correct. All right, hey. That's the end of that round of Tony questions. With Tony questions, Tony and Roni giving you the questions. Oh. Now I will leave. Here I go. Bye-bye. Bye, Roni. Bye, Tony. Oh, hey, we're back. Did you like our friends Tony and Roni? Yeah, they're very delightful, charming guys. They really get in there with the questions to, like, get to know you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And Roni, Roni taught physics at the community college for 18 years. You wouldn't think by yeah. looking at them, but, you know. Huh. I wish I'd had a professor with a leisure suit like that. <laughs> <laughs> So which one of those questions struck you the most? Like what what uh what do you want to talk more about in in that list? Well, that you know the you? one that tripped me up surprisingly was how was the world different when you were a child? Yeah. Like, well, crazy. that's interesting. Why don't we expound upon that? Sure. Well, I feel like the world is super different from year to year, let alone, you know, over 40 plus years. This this is we were talking about this the other day. It's and like, I'm glad that yeah. this is the one that you chose. That's, that's great. Because I always thought when I was growing up, I thought like the world is going to change. Okay, I get it, right? You're young. Old people say, you're young. The world's going to change. And then it does. Okay. But then it does again and again and again and, and again. And again. Right? And you keep, I mean, I'm sort of, I have this uh, ambivalent relationship to nostalgia these days because I, there was a time when I felt like I was happier, but I think in a few years, maybe I'll think that I, that I was supremely happy right now, you know? Uh -huh. Um, eh, 
so yeah, you think about all of these uh, times when, or not when it changed, but before it changed, you know, and then you try to identify what it was that changed so that you can change it back maybe, but that's mm -hmm. impossible. Yeah, you can never, you can't go home. You can't step in the same river twice. You can't, yeah, it's like even visiting New York, it's never the same city. It's, you know, especially, God. but you can actually feel it when you're there, you yeah. know? Because things are constantly shifting and changing before you. Buildings are changing. Facades are changing. So my dog walking route is in the same neighborhood where I was born and I grew up. Ah. And I feel like, oh, hello, baby. <laughs> That's Izzy. Izzy's supposed to be trapped upstairs, but Izzy is hanging out with us here in our international flotilla. If she could, she would ask you some questions. She's a great mascot. I like her. Meow, meow. Um, and I, I mean, I find myself, you know, on this kind of Proustian um, excursion of nostalgia every single day, especially now when the weather is really beautiful. I just sort of like drift past these old storefronts. And I used to remember, you know, all of the five different uh, businesses that were there during my lifetime. And I just I, I go to certain street corners and doorways just to kind of check in with them and see like how it feels to stand there now um versus how it felt 10 years ago or five years ago you know have you experienced that Yvonne? it's giving me chills yeah. yeah because it makes me realize that it, a lot of it has to do with awareness now i recently had an experience that was more in my older years when i was 18 and i had my first apartment in rochester hills michigan mm -hmm. And I just now coincidentally happened to be working across the street from my very first apartment. When I lived there, I dreamt of moving to New York and I didn't know what it would feel like. And I remember feeling that. And upon working across the street from there, I stood in front of that house, looked at it and felt like I had so much more knowledge and I can't describe exactly that feeling, yeah. but it has to do with time travel. Yeah, it I feels like- so. Time travel and also the ghosts of dead people that are around that are t speaking to you a little bit. My uh, my neighborhood here in Corktown, Detroit, uh, I lived a few different addresses in the same neighborhood and I'm usually on foot. So these close together distances seem like they're farther apart. So when I walk to the far end of the neighborhood, I feel like it's 15 years ago sometimes because it's wow. the same surroundings I used to be around. So. That's that's sounds similar to what both of you are talking about. It is, yeah. I'm glad that all of us uh, sort of understand, <laughs> you know, the wistfulness of of this this mood. And kind of uh, kind of attached to this question or what we're talking about. How did uh, Amanda specifically? How did you feel about bugs and things and observing things when you were a child? Were you less afraid? Did you like doing things like that? I was never afraid of any animal. In fact, uh, in school, we had to study Madagascar cockroaches, which is this like oh. very large kind of cockroach that is not dangerous at all, but it's just really large and ugly and it hisses. Ooh. And I used to pick them up and give them a kiss. <laughs> and everybody else in my <sighs> school, and this was not unusual, you know, uh, everyone else just thought that I was terrible and disgusting for doing that. Um, that's, but, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I used to be afraid of bugs and I wouldn't pick them up. I, I would see people like you do that and just be astonished. I couldn't figure it out. But then for some reason, I wasn't grossed out by gore. 
So when we had to, we had to dissect like a cow's heart in sixth grade or something. Ooh. And I had no problem with that. <laughs> and everyone else was grossed out. So I don't know what the, where the line is drawn. And then I became vegetarian later. By the time I was in college, I was like, not Joe, dissecting Joe things. taught me how to be vegetarian. Or he didn't on purpose do this, <laughs> but he put into my mind that this is a possibility. You can eat food that is not meat. It is possible. That's wonderful. I grew up in a meat eating household. Let's just say. I did too. And right now, uh, I'm actually on a paleo diet for health reasons. A doctor told me to be. So I'm eating more meat now than I usually do. Um, but I have been vegetarian before. Maybe I will be again. It's just hard when there are so many delicious types of food. I don't I have FOMO about food. Yeah, I hear you. Well, I want to take you down down to the farm, Amanda. How do you feel about coming down to the farm with me and Joe right now? I'd love it. All right, but we're gonna task you with one thing. You have to count how many sheep there are. Are you ready? Let's go down to the farm. Let's go down to the farm, farm, farm. Let's go down to the farm. Make oh, sure. here we go. Oh, look. see some chickens. Uh -huh. Oh, nice chickens. So we've got to figure out the game here is how many sheep are there? Got to count the sheep and not fall asleep while doing it. Yeah, don't fall asleep, Amanda. Okay. That's. Oh, yep, that's, that was one sheep. Oh. Oh. Four, five, six. Oh, that one was a crocodile. Oh, yeah, that was a crocodile. Now, oh, a lamb. Oh, lamb, lamb. Lambs are kind of like sheep. I'm going to count up your points afterwards. Okay. Yeah. In 19. 19. The correct answer is, in fact, 19. Hey! Congratulations. That is incredible. Now, that is. Okay, the stop the oh, my gosh. I know. That's a lot of points. It doesn't stop. 17 sheep and two lambs. Oh, we didn't even ask for lambs. She's yeah. going above and beyond. She has the ears of a professional DJ, and she can discern such things even while we're talking over the sounds. It was really amazing. Over Zoom. Over Zoom. Amazing. How did you do it? You could do anything over Zoom, didn't you know? You proved it. Mm -hmm. It was really nice going to the farm with you, Amanda. That was really nice. I hope you didn't get any mud on your shoes. That's, I mean, that's what the, the boots are for. You yeah. know? Have you actually been to an actual farm in your life? I have. How was that experience? It was fun. Um, well, I mean, speaking of being a vegetarian or not, it's the kind of farm that raises animals for meat. And my sister used to work there. And, uh, you know, so once in a while she would get to know an animal that then had to be slaughtered. And so that was difficult for her. Um, but I only ever saw the animals like once and then I wouldn't see them again for years. So I wouldn't remember the animals. So for me, it was delightful. I would just, yeah. <laughs> keep all of a sudden, I didn't have to think about what would happen to them. Was that the only time that you ever went? No, I would go, I mean, while she was working there, I would go every time I visited her. So every six months or so. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I loved the hens. Actually, they would not be slaughtered because they were kept for their eggs. And uh, the, the hens that were kept for eggs were so tame and fluffy and beautiful and intelligent. Uh, and then the chickens that were kept to be slaughtered, you know, for, for meat were like really stupid. And um, sometimes they would 
die because they would sit on top of each other and they did they oh, didn't realize that that's what they that's were doing so awful. Yeah. yeah they i mean you could tell th that they were so much more inbred and you you know mm. yeah it didn't matter as much Yeah, because they're kind of just well they're rifled through you know mm. that's how i remember the first time i went to a pita uh there was a roving pita um uh people that came by into town to show us videos this was before like the internet is the way that it is now and they yeah. showed all the videos of that kind of stuff i mean i used to be around a lot of yeah. sort of animal rights people and i'm i'm not now even though i still am vegetarian but uh, i knew a few people that went to farm sanctuary in new york in ithaca oh yeah that place is great or watkins glen actually watkins glen by the finger lakes mm -hmm. finger there lakes. are many farm sanctuaries in you know around here but all over the world now it's it's getting to be a movement that's cool you can see how out of touch i am because i'm like you know the one farm sanctuary in watkins glen <laughs> it's uh it's what i use social media for i follow all these places on instagram all these cat rescues and all these farm sanctuaries it's really quite oh, inspiring cool. where would you say that your love for animals began i was born with it i mean i just always had it uh, yeah, you said you're never afraid. Yeah, never. And um, I don't know. I just I can't remember a time when I didn't like want animals to be near me all the time. And uh, yeah, it just I, I mean, I guess I inherited it. My father grew up in Puerto Rico uh, where animals are just everywhere. It's so warm. You know, the climate is so great um that dogs and cats and farm animals living together they live together <laughs> if you have your horse your horse sometimes wanders down the road and the neighbor finds it and brings it back to you and it's just I found your horse. yeah yeah so i i guess it's uh in my dna that way my my father grew up around animals and it wasn't a big deal for him um and yeah my mother had more of a a middle-class European existence, but her family always had pets, you know, very beloved named pets. You know, um, yeah, I got on, it from both of them. On uh, some, I, I had the good fortune of visiting Puerto Rico and, and Jamaica some years ago, and the way that animals, uh, especially dogs, there were a lot of dogs that were sort of community dogs. They were cared for and they weren't in bad shape, but they didn't belong to anybody. They were just yeah. kind of like, like that community's dog and I thought that was kind of a cool way that things can work it is really cool when you see yeah. that it is true that that over there it's much more common I you know than here where every everything has to be owned by one person actually on our block uh right here in Corktown we have a turkey uh that someone cares for and it wanders around the neighborhood um and was roosting on the hood of Matt's uh car one morning <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm yet to see that. So we've, we've got a community turkey here. You're I thought I was the community turkey. Named Tilly. <laughs> Spe speaking of, speaking of dogs, we, we have a secret message for you, Amanda. And you can win a lot of points um, with this one. You just have to listen really carefully. This will require your listening skills. Are you ready to hear a message that is actually backwards? So it sounds like maybe Satan said it. But it's just us. <laughs> so it's just us. So you have to listen very carefully and you'll have to decipher what it says. We'll give you a few tries. Yes, I am ready. Okay. Want to hear that again? Yes. 
Uh, I would say it says, good morning. How are you today? Oh, yes. It, <laughs> it was a tough one. I gave you a little clue in setting it up, but I wasn't very clear, perhaps. Wait, uh, I can give it one more clue. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, also the title of a Weird Al Yankovic song from the album Polka Party, uh, which is in the style of the Talking Heads and is about um, has a line about bending paper clips. So the name of that Weird Al song is this phrase that we said backwards. It's a popular phrase. Oh, no. It's something we've talked about a lot today, actually. That's the type of clue that only I would get, so don't feel bad if that doesn't give you the answer. Because, I'll like, give you another clue. I've got clue. those memorized. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, no. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's okay. We're going to reveal it to you. It was... It's a dog eat dog, dog world. world. It's a dog eat dog world. There it is. It was a brain teaser. I'll give you a point for being a good sport. <laughs> yeah, you really tried for real because that's like that's like a hard one to get. I There's really a dude on YouTube that speaks backwards that you can say something to him and he thinks for a second and then what? he phonetically says. Oh my it gosh! If yeah. we did that with him, we'd be losers. Oh, yeah. you got to get him on the show. That's a good idea. Okay, let me go right to him. <laughs> Bye, Joe. So we need a little bit of song and dance before we wrap things up. I'm going to give you a couple of topics, and you need to choose two of them. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Cockroaches, dog outfits, radio, dissecting frogs, and vegetarianism. I'm going to say... Uh, dog outfits and cockroaches. Okay, so now with these two topics, which I've extracted from the time that we've been talking, so a couple of things that we've mentioned, we're gonna play this lovely little song. And for 30 seconds, you have to sing about these two topics without hesitation. And this is how we judge you. <laughs> Are you ready? Amanda? Are you ready to be judged? I was born ready. All, All right. right. Here's some music. Dog is wearing his boots. He's gonna step on the cockroaches today. Don't step on my cockroach pet. Just wear your beautiful boots and keep them clean. I love, I it. love my dog's outfit. I hope the roaches don't crawl on it. I love the pleats in her skirt. And I love the polka dots on her sweater. Yeah! Hooray! Woo! Oh man, I actually was, I went past 30 seconds just because I loved what you were doing. Oh my God! Thank you. Oh, whoa! 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 <laughs> the points, wait, here they come again. The points. Ah! 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 Lots of points. We don't even 
didn't know what to do. So, you know, we got a little song and dance here. Um, I did ask, I don't know if you end up doing this, but did you bring any piece of your writing to share with us today since we're kind of on the stage right now? Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I picked out something that's not too long. Excellent. Um, Why don't we play some nice lounge music while you... Oh, well, you or, or should we not do any? Does, does it... um, this is from a short story about a woman who uh, who designs music videos. Ooh. So this is just a short passage about what what she's dreaming up. By Amanda Nazario. <laughs> As we undress on the couch, I realize that in Molly Meadows's ballroom in the video, there needs to be a window open. We're making love, and I am thinking of this. Just as the row of ants trickled into the ballroom and mingled with the veritable carpet of other bugs, so must one or two white doves fly in through this window, soon followed by many other birds. Some of them can be richly colored macaws and other parrots. Others can be white birds that are colorized digitally. And they're all flocking into the ballroom because they're eating the bugs. Molly plays piano and sings, ecstatic, with the rainbow of birds flapping all around her as they fight over the bugs. And she is laughing. Her laughter makes her flicker from black and white into color, intermittently at first, like an old TV being hit. That's it. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. I could see it. I could see it. Would it be appropriate to give her a lot of points? Yeah, for this definitely. Or? Lots of points. There that. we go. Okay, yeah. That I was mean, really good. I keep thinking a train is coming, but it's yeah, just getting it's lots of points. Yeah, it's not a train. That's the points train. That's the points train. Here it comes. So, Amanda, that was really nice. Um, what what inspired that piece? How long have you been a writer and what kind of... Oh, that's so nice of you to ask because I feel like I write so infrequently these days. I feel like when I started to be a re radio DJ about 10 years ago, the writing um, became much less of a priority. Um, but I've been a writer much longer than I've been a DJ. I, uh, uh, I started to write in high school, and I was lucky enough to be in a high school where uh, that talent was fostered a lot. Um, and so I decided to go to college for writing, and then I went to grad school, got an MFA in fiction writing. Um, and yeah, that piece is just, I don't know, it's probably the type of writing that I've done the most of is just uh, short stories about 20 pages long. Um, and most of them end up being about women and sort of women, women's desire for independence and uh, empowerment. Um, and I don't know, there's usually a lot of music in it too and a lot of animals. <laughs> Well, th those are definitely things that are prominent in your life, for sure. And you've actually coached some people with writing, too, which you've done a really nice job with. Oh, that's so cool of yeah. you to remember I, that. <laughs> I know of one person in particular. I felt like you really helped her excel with her writing and find a piece of herself that, you know, it's really hard to kind of tap into that. Not everybody thinks of themselves as a writer, you know. And, and not everybody is, and that's fine. You know, I think... Uh, Sometimes people get jealous, like, oh, I wish I could write like that. But th there's plenty of other things that you can do instead. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you're talking about a friend, a mutual friend of ours yes. uh, with whom I had at, like a weekly um, 
FaceTime meeting where we would just either yes. talk about writing or write silently in each other's presence. It was really neat to see her evolve. That's very cool. That's, yeah. That kind of is reminiscent of, of being in a classroom, I suppose, because one of the few times that I consistently wrote in my life was in class because I was being forced to in college. Yeah, All right. <laughs> and I, I enjoyed it. But the way it worked was you get the assignment at the top of class, you turn it in at the end, and you sit there silently and all write together during that time. Uh, so doing this over Zoom with a friend seems appropriate as an extension of that sort of. I had a, um, a high school professor. Who, I mean, I shouldn't call him a professor because he was a high school teacher, but he was like a guy very high up in the academic ladder who was qualified to teach college but preferred to teach high school and uh, he always told us that the best writing is done with a gun to your head you know just absolutely <laughs> on the spot um where you're forced to to create um and i don't know if i really agree with that but um sometimes you do have to force yourself i mean it's just uh it's the way it is because when you procrastinate it'll be years years will go by and you haven't written anything that's true well we're kind of winding down we're about 10 minutes away from the top of the hour so i thought that i wanted to say thank you so much for kind of letting us pick your brain today oh you're so welcome this is so wonderful i thank hope you I for a couple of right but we we do have a special surprise for you because you because you uh accumulated 21,368 points during yep. the course of Joe's today. Joe's been keeping track. I mean, it's a lot. 21,368 yep. points. Um, some of the points are worth more than others. So these numbers are not, don't take yeah, the final. It, it's like really complicated sometimes how we like actually crunch those numbers. We actually took the way that Spotify uh, uses to figure out how much they pay each artist. And then we made it more complicated than that. Um, wow. Right. Um, Anyhow, we have a, uh, a ride for you on a haunted roller coaster to, to, finish, off, to finish off this show. So um, so hopefully, uh, well, get, get your scream on because it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, I can't yeah. wait. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's, All get, right. let's go. Let's get on here. All right. Oh, oh okay. wait. goodness. It's really, you got. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. Oh, now we're going up. Who punched me? Ah! Oh, here comes the haunted house. We're going through the doors. Oh, we're in the haunted house. Ah! Ah! Oh, there's a, there's a plastic monster. Oh, 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 it's scary. That, was it. that wasn't too scary. Hey, we survived. That was I it. The old ghost woman in the rocking chair was very scary. Oh, that was my mom. She did. got a peanut butter jelly sandwich in one hand and a game of solitaire on the little card table next to her. Yeah, my mom has a side job as a ghost at a haunted house. It's a good way to make ends meet. Yeah. I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that you had a fun time. We're going to print out some of your tickets so that you can redeem them later. These are your points. And they, they can be redeemed for all kinds of stuff back at the gift shop. Okay. Thank you. So you can't say that we didn't give you nothing. I would never say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again, Amanda. And uh, 
That's it. We're signing off from Win-Win Situation. This has been Win-Win Situation. Here's the theme music again in case you forgot it. Uh, uh, it's the theme music one more time on Win-Win Situation. Win-Win Situation is fun for me and you. <laughs> Oh, hello there. Remember, you can keep up with Yvonne and Joe, a.k.a. Stashu and Joe, and their various projects at WaitingForLunch.com. Win-Win Situation is presented by the Planet Ant Podcast Network and is powered by Pinecast.